And we're live. Are we on Facebook? No, not not live, live. But oh snap! We just started recording. It's weird. We're, like, we're we're on. We're we're officially on. Normally, uh, normally I have no fear of going live. This time I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, probably not a good time for it. Probably not a good time for it. Well, the part of me is like, kind of. Like, why the hell not? Because once you say it, you can't take it back. I mean, there's no taking it back regardless. It's true. When it comes right down to it, I mean... So, welcome guys, to the um, show. This is going to be one of the most sombering episodes ever for us. For sure. <clears throat> so I'll just come out and straight up say it. I got a phone call today um, from my mom crying hysterically uh, to tell me that our little brother was murdered in New Mexico in New Mexico and she was calling me hysterical she couldn't get a hold of my dad Um, dad was at work dad was at work so but he works in a freezer yeah so so. she's freaking out and so you know I talked to her a little bit Um, there's no calming mom Um, no no I mean and I mean, rightfully so. I mean, there's <laughs> nothing you can say. Yeah, that'll like you know. You 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 don't try to calm that. There, there's not. But I, you know, and and the, the okay, and I'm at the movie theater. Like the kids and I are five minutes from watching Dora the Explorer, <laughs> right? And I'm in the theater, and I answer my phone because it's mom. I always answer my phone for mom, yep. and uh, and that's the news I get. And so. You know, I, I get a little bit of the story. Um, mom's in L.A., by the way. So police officer comes to the house and asks her if she, you know, knows of Danny Sias. And he was a victim of a murder. And, of course, mom flips. And luckily we have a lot of family out there. So she's got that support. Um, so then, you know, like I guess my kids kind of get to hear it at the same time I'm getting to hear it. Now we're sitting there at Door of the Explorer and... Uh, Kind of a Processing. weird, yeah. It's a very weird feeling to you know. I'm I'm more concerned about my kids because I they mm-hmm. just had spent like a little bit of time with them. They went on that road trip to Colorado. Yeah, stopped over there, so they had spent time with Danny, which <clears throat> was good. It was it was great. I it mean, first awesome. of all, your kids got to do that, but his kids, his kids, his kids, Daniel and and Alexis, they they got to have that same opportunity and spend that quality time. And for what it's worth, um, Danny really was looking. And acting and being at his very best. Uh, when they went out there and spent time with him, they took pictures and he was smiling. Just something pictures. you don't do. Danny doesn't do. For the do. first time in I don't know how long, he he had genuine smiles on his face. Like he was just all smiles. It was... Uh, and I, I did get a chance to talk to him, you know, at one point during that time. And he just sounded really good and... Really seemed like he was cleaning up his act and, you know, making a positive change. Yeah, I mean, maybe he was, maybe he wasn't, but, you know, this is one of those weird things for me. Like, there's, you know, I've had people call and, um, you know, to be there for me, you know, like to be there for mom, be there for you, be there for me, uh, like in a supportive fashion, but it's almost like... This is the second time, by the way, 
that this has happened to me. Right. The very first time I was asleep, it might have been like two in the morning, and somebody randomly knocks on my window and tells me. Window. Yeah, on on my window at, at where I was living before, and says that Danny had gotten shot and he's dead. And I was like, okay. And they're like, well, you need to figure it out. Bye and like leave. So you know that was one of those weird things where I. I how do you I process remember, that? I mean, I remember we. Uh, I was living there in that house with you, and you. Uh, came and woke me up and we were looking around the hospitals for you know for anybody any. who might have might have got shot in the head last night but a little while later maybe you know the next day or whatever next I mean we morning. the next morning I mean he shows up and it was, hey guys sorry about my girlfriend or whatever yeah and what you, do you know mean, sorry yeah that was like you know yeah, what do you mean sorry I had the whole night to process like in my mind I'm thinking I'm not going to call mom because I don't know for sure yet. Somebody came and knocked on my window. I don't know anything. Yeah. We would get up and go run every day, remember? Yeah. And so we got up and we ran and we made our way to the hospitals, local hospitals, and like checking in, making yeah. phone calls and nothing. No no answer, no nothing. Um, we had an idea of where he was the night before. We ran by that area. No no nothing around there. And uh, But I remember thinking like, like I'm going to have to tell mom. At some point, if I don't find out, or if we do find out, I'm going to have to be the one to tell mom. Yeah. And to me, that's like the, the worst position. Like, it sucks, and I feel bad, um, but I feel more so for mom. Because mom has one of those hearts that, like, it's, she might be mad at him, not like what he did, but it's that unconditional love, you know what I mean? For sure. For sure. I mean... For me, it's his kids. The kids are, the kids are gonna be something else. Yeah. And here's, here's my hope in the whole thing. Like, I understand that this is a murder, right? I understand that there's a culprit at play here. Danny, officially, officially was right? a victim. Officially a was a victim. But you guys gotta understand, like, this is something that. It was almost long coming. If if you know us, we've always talked about about the way Danny had a, a rougher can I, upbringing. Can I pause you really quick? Yeah. When Dad called me, you want to know what he said? Huh. He's dodged a bullet once before, but guess this time it got him. That's and and you know, it's weird because I know from from some perspective, people are gonna look at it like, damn, you guys are cold. But on the other, I'm not trying to be cold. I'm not man. trying to be cold. If anybody knows anything about me, man, I'm fucking feeling it right now. Like, you know, cheers. And because look, there's there's a lot of people living a hard life, and and this is one of those reasons why it's so deep and so ingrained in me about putting out positive things. Because I've sat, and you know, there was times when I would sit sit down and talk to Danny, and he would tell me things like, "You don't want to know the stuff I've done. I don't deserve to be on this planet." I've done so many bad things to so many bad people. And he would never tell me details. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, it was progressive. It didn't always start out that way. When we were kids, he was a kid, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was it was small things that that changed his traje the trajectory of his life. And he kept making, you know, decision after decision after decision that was in the wrong direction. And... and to me, this is one of those situations where 
I know there are lots of people that he grew up with that are that are really close to him, that are probably closer to him than we were after we were adults. Yeah. Because he spent the most time with them. And honestly, they, honestly, just sitting, uh, you know, I went over to tell um, his kids and and their mother, and uh, when I left, there was a whole bunch of her family there, a whole bunch of their family there. And they were sharing stories yeah. about Danny that you didn't even know. No, I didn't. They weren't part of your existence. They weren't no. part of your life. No, because we led completely different lives. So different. And and you know, if there's one thing that you, that that Danny did have was, if he loved you, he loved you. <laughs> that's a fact. I mean, that's. I mean, D- Danny wasn't very complicated when it comes to. Uh, if basically anything, if Danny's down for you, Danny's down for you. Yeah, he will. He's he's the ride or die guy. <laughs> he is. He's, he's the ride, ride or, die. or die guy. But but hands down. My my biggest concern is that because the way he went down, it's gonna perpetuate more. Like people are gonna try to retaliate or go after or make amends, hmm. eye for an eye type thing. And I'm I'm hoping like if we do end up posting this and you and you do listen to this story and you are one of Danny's homies that for us let it go like make this the time that you stop that Don't, the cycle doesn't continue it's, it's more than just let it go it's more than just let it go it's recognize the pattern and stop the pattern stop the pattern stop the pattern for yourselves. Stop the pattern for your kids. Stop the pattern for the generations to follow. Stop the pattern. Don't, don't. That's my biggest fear, dude. My biggest fear is that his kids follow in those steps. Yeah. Like. That they end up in the same life. Yeah. That they carry that same anger and that same hate. You know what? Like, it. It's scary. It's terrifying to to think of that. But I look at them and I'm like, nah, man, not these two. No. Not these two. They're smarter like, than that. They're smarter than that. They have more love. They get, uh, they got more support. Yeah. They can reach out to anybody on either side of the families. Like, don't carry that with you. I like the fact that they got together and we're remembering memories. Yeah. Appreciate appreciate life. Understand that it's fleeting. That at any moment it could be over, and that's what makes every single day that much more beautiful. Every single moment that much more valuable. So I don't know. Like I don't. It's kind of hard to process. It's kind of hard to think that somebody's not going to be there anymore yeah but it's almost surreal in the sense that he hasn't been around in quite some time no he hasn't the last time you saw him was around christmas time no yeah last year last year i don't think i even saw him i might have seen him then maybe for a little bit maybe for a little bit because i remember sitting out on your porch with him for a little bit Mm mm-hmm he was waiting for a ride, just chit-chatting, shooting the shit. The last time I uh, had any kind of 
communication with them was probably a few weeks ago. Uh, just texting on, on Facebook. Hey, got a new profile. Somebody hacked my other one. So well, that's cool, man. No big deal. <laughs> you know, another peanutty, another peanutty and just chit chatting and, you know, uh, told him how, how proud of him I was. Yeah. Told him how, pr- how proud of him I was that, uh, you know, he'd gone and, and, you know, he was, he was doing good things. You know, I had such great reports from mom when they went out to visit him and, you know, just happy for him and, and getting his family going out there and working and staying steady and staying, you know, staying out of trouble. And, you know, I was happy for him. I was proud of him. Same, dude. I, You know, I had the same conversation with him. Um, he called me for my birthday, actually. So very, very recently. And he, he I mean, I told him, hey, man, I love you, bro. Proud of you. Yeah. Keep being good. Something caught up with them somewhere. Something caught up with them. And that's... Something that's, caught up with them somewhere. To me, that's the the biggest reason why you have to put out good things in this world. Why, why every day it's for you to bring value to people. It's not because, you know, one day you might get shot. It's not even about that. That could happen at any time, randomly, on accident. <laughs> Especially in America, right? Especially in America. <laughs> But it's just because you never know what negative things come back to haunt you. You just never know. So the more you try to live a positive life, the more you try to bring value to others, the more of a positive impact you leave in this world and the more more likely it is that positive things will come your way. We can't stop things from happening. Dude, I don't know, man. We're like, I wish I had answers. Like, And, and in the same boat, like... What would that? What good would that do me? Like, what kind of closure would that bring? Does it bring closure? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily think that I'm. I don't necessarily think that I'm looking for closure with this. Yeah. Like, I think he, I don't know. I feel like I have to be more of the, the support right now, like. Mom's gonna get on her way over here. She's gonna, she's gonna be a mess. Yeah. Um. And I don't know what we're gonna do. Is that a knock? I think so. Come in. What up, Michael? What's up, bro? Hey, man, hop on a mic. Yeah, you wanna hop on a mic? Hop on a mic. We got a family showing up because you know, obviously, we're all gonna be here supporting each other. So. uh Put on, put on those headphones right there. And uh, say hi to the camera here. <laughs> First time on the show. Yeah. Not a very uh, I was happy to, show. I was supposed to be the first one. You were supposed there to be the is, first yeah. guest. Yeah, he, he literally was, yeah. <laughs> this, is, can, uh, this is our cousin, Michael. Michael oh, Gonzalez. Uh, cool. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, we're just, we're just you know. Talking about Danny. Talking about yeah. Danny. Sharing memories. Yep. Is there a little therapy session right here? That's cool. That's good. It's not too bad, huh? Yeah. Needed. Crazy, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it is crazy. How'd you, find, how'd you find out? Uh, yeah. My brother called me this morning. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. He wanted to let me know before I found out. So Before it got Remember. posted on Facebook? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my mom yeah. beat us all to... You know what? I was going to let mom do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> once I wasn't once gonna mom posted, it's okay. I wasn't going to yeah. be the one. Yeah, yeah. I let mom do it. I think it's kind of her right, so... Yeah, I think so. That's cool. Yeah. I, yeah. Are there rules to this, though? Like, like, put it this way. Like, when, when I see somebody post, like, an RIP or something like that, I always want to know why. Like, what happened? 
I, I personally want to know what happened. Was it sickness? Was it an accident? Like, I don't know. Well, sometimes, for, yeah, and sometimes for, sometimes they'll post it, you know? Sometimes, sometimes but yeah. sometimes they don't. Like, I don't know. It's I, I think it's like there's like rules, unspoken rules to this type of thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, am I supposed to not like, say like the details? Like respectful rules? Yeah. Am, or like who's in charge of it? Is it mom's game? Is it like, is it the kid's game? Like, I think, I think I, it all I depends, I don't know how dude. it works. Like, it all depends on... I think it depends on family, right? Like, if you were to die, I wouldn't say shit. I wait for Rosa to say something. Fair, right? Now, whether it's Rosa or mom, mom, honestly, mom's awesome. She's probably just gonna defer to Rosa. Yeah, that's what I think. So it'll probably. be yeah, it'll probably, probably just be Rosa's gig, man. That's you know, it all de- it, it it all depends, you know. I hey, open that window. It's getting warm in here. It's getting warm. Yeah, it um, yeah, yeah no, I, I think it all depends. It all depends. It all depends, yeah. On the situation, I guess. I can't, you know, I don't know. It's, it, I don't know, it's kind of one of those weird things. Like, I, I, I haven't really been, like, on social posting anything because I kind of don't want to see anything on the one sense. Yeah. But then on the other sense, I'm like, maybe I should be the one actually saying something. Should I, be, like, quarterback this thing? And, like, I don't know. As far as that, I don't think there's any rules to that. No? You just kind of go with what? Your gut feeling kind of tells you to do. Honestly, my gut feeling is I don't I don't want to do any of it. I'm like and, a and, that, and that's fine. I'm like a I'm almost hermity kind of. Yep. Like, let me just rock up real quick and you know brace myself for rock up, huh? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> rock up real quick and brace myself to be there for like mom and Peanut and Alexis and like the kids and yeah everybody else who needs it. Yeah, and that's so, okay. That's okay. So that's, that's my reflex. You know, what was really interesting. Um, we talk a lot, you and I, about how I'm the emotional one. You're the logical one. You know, you're not going to be the one to share your feelings so much or whatever, whatever, you know. Uh, and your kids, which one's the emotional one? Liam. Right? For Hands sure. down, yeah. So I show up here, right? I show up here and, you know, give Rosa a hug and give Nana a hug and everything and Mila comes in the door and she's got tears in her eyes and she gives me a big hug and I'm like, hey, how are you? You know, whatever. And I'm like, where's your brother? He's in his room. Okay, so I go over to check on him. He's got his headphones on. He's about to jump on the computer. He's like, and I'm like, what's up, dude? He's like, sup? <laughs> Just give him a little... A little pound. All right. I'm glad he's dealing with it that way. Uh, but like, you know what, though? Like, we that were, was a trip, dude. That was a trip. So, so we were at the theater, right? And like... Um, we're sitting there. I, I was telling James that like my mom called me like five minutes before the movie started. That, that's right? when I, I figured that's when you found out. So and so yeah. and she's you know I'm on the phone and she's crying hysterically and so the kids kind of hear what's up. And so I tell them right before the movie's about to start they find out and so they have tears in their eyes as they're watching. But I was telling James that like through the middle of the movie by that time they kind of got into the movie and, and they were a little a little happier right. But Liam kept like he would look at me in the movie theater and then he'd reach over and he'd give me a kiss. Like, he did that, like, ten times. Aww. Like, uh, he's, like, appreciating it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I'm glad he's he hopped on something and, and is distracting himself a little yeah. bit. Like, that's cool. I don't, I don't yeah. know, man. Everybody's going to grieve in their own way. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, and every way is okay. When's the last time you saw Danny? Me? Yeah. It's been a while, dude. Since, when was the last time? Since he left to New Mexico, probably. Yeah, before that? Yeah, before that. Uh, what was it? What'd you guys do? 
what didn't we do? <laughs> <laughs> what What can you talk about that you did? I wasn't like that. I wasn't like that with Danny. I wasn't like that with Danny. I wasn't like that with Danny. Wait, you know what? I was, hey, I was up, trying to up. talk him out of it. A lot hold of up, things, hold up, though. I mean? so. um, one thing that uh, I do know is that you and Danny share a cousin's tattoo. Yeah, we do. Can you show us? Yeah. Show right the here. camera right here. All right. There you go. Cali. You guys got that together? Letters. Yeah, we do. Same exact pattern, same exact tattoo, same exact colors. Yeah. Same spot, too, and everything? No, he got it right here. Oh, all right. On his hand right here, whatever, yeah, so. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah, dude, they got they got tattoos together. Yeah, yeah. What about you? You, you, have a, you have one with your bro? No. No? Just with Danny. See? That's crazy. <laughs> That's sick, right? Yeah. That's sick. Actually, so, with nobody else, it's just Danny. Yeah. Tell, Danny. tell us about your relationship with Danny. Um, man, that's a tough one, dude. <laughs> I mean, you know what? It's it's funny because you talk to different people, and like, like I had a relationship with Danny from like when he came into our life to probably like eighteen. Yeah, and then oh no no a little bit after that because he lived with us at Pedigo for a while, right? Yeah, I mean it's been off and on, but I mean, but I mean where we saw him regularly and we hung out and and you know like we were we were all there. Tell us, tell us that, about, tell us about getting the tattoo. Tell us about that. That kind of ended for us for everybody once he became an adult, pretty much. Yeah, he made, right? made his own choices. Yeah, so yeah, that was my relationship with him. It was a, a loving relationship, but I was harsh on him too a couple times. Because <laughs> yeah. I want to get because, him to change. Yeah, because I wanted him to change for us, not just look at the the small picture for himself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like, yeah. He's hurting us in the end. You know what I mean? You know what? You know what's funny? That, that like, emotion, like, I share that emotion. I'm like, yeah. my dude, like, I'm, I, I'm almost upset because you, you're making mom upset. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even yeah. though this is, like, your, you didn't intend to do this. You know, it wasn't his intention. Nothing. I don't think he's ever done anything with the intention to hurt mom. You know no, what I mean? He's never not. done it intentionally. No. But the choices that he was making always came back and like mom would feel disappointed she would feel sad she would feel frustrated she would try to you know course correct him and she would fail in course correcting him and like a lot of you know when when everything ended up coming down today i'm like all right well and it's not just your mom it's all of us well yeah yeah but 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 by the same token it's like you know he was going through his own demons yep you know what i mean like he had his own internal struggles he had you know everything from you know, he was, he would tell me, dude, when he would, when he would come over and he would break down, cause there was times where he would break down and I can tell in, in what he's trying to do is he's trying to, to make me understand that because he was adopted, everything else happened to him. Right. Like he was always the, the, everything happened to me lifestyle mentality. Yeah, right. And, and we would, we would get into it sometimes cause he would try to, like, he was adamant that. He was going to convince me that everything happened to him, that it was it was the world was against him. And we would always butt heads at the end because I'm like, no, dude, you are choosing this path. Yeah. And then he'd get frustrated and, and leave. And, but he'd always he'd always tell me, he's like, yeah, I don't care. You know, as mad as he was, he would always say, I love you, bro. Like he would get yeah. pissed off. Yeah, but he would always be like, yeah, man, oh, yep. I love you, bro. Oh, yeah. Like you just don't understand. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like you just you, don't though. know what I'm going through. You don't know my life. You don't know this. Yeah. Um. I love you, bro. Like that's that's his thing. He would always walk out like that, pissed off. Yep. Steal my beer <laughs> on the way out. <laughs> but you know that's that was that was him. But he yeah. he'd have his times where he's like, 
like he he would be adamant. He'd be convinced. Like I have the perfect argument for you now, and and yeah. I'd totally. always turn around. Like, no nah, man, I don't live that life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't make that choice. I don't see the world the way you see the world. Yeah, yep. we we just don't. There's but, a lot of people out there like that too, though. There are. There I are. don't think Michael, I've ever actually heard the story of the tattoo. Oh, <laughs> tell us about it. You know what? It was a time. I think Danny was trying to do good at the time. I, th- he, I think he was staying in L.A. with my mom or something like that. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so I went out there to go visit him. Just just to go hang out because I, I knew he was trying to do better. So at the time, you know, he had his ups and downs and stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. So I went out there and we hung out for a little bit, tried to be a good influence and stuff and. He was getting bored, wanted to get into, you know, his troublesome ways again. So I tried to distract him and we went to go get a tattoo. So it was nice. just kind of random. We just kind of got in the car and went to go get a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how impulsive. Like, how impulsive. Right? I have zero tattoos. And I would, like, just, well, yeah, but something. Yeah, let's go. But by then you guys both already had tattoos. Yeah, I had a lot less than I have now. A lot less. Yeah. So this was one of my first ones probably. Yeah. But. Yeah. That's sick, dude. That's crazy. That's cool. That's nuts. Oh man! All right, I guess that's the one I'm gonna get. If I'm gonna get a tattoo in, in honor of Danny, I'm you're gonna, gonna get a you're gonna get a, <laughs> a, a, get a Bud ca- Leaf and ca- ca- Cali. Cali no, 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 just Cali. Just that's Cali? a palm tree. Yeah, that's a palm tree. Oh, okay, that's a palm tree. Come on, man! <laughs> I didn't know. Come, Come on, on man! <laughs> I don't do that stuff. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. It looked like it. I, I was thinking Danny. That's Danny for sure. Right? That's Danny for sure. <laughs> it would be. 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 You get Callie. That's yeah. so funny. I get a Callie tattoo. Why not? Uh, Mama love it. You, you want to know something funny? Actually, when I was coming home from the theater, I was thinking, I was like, damn, should I... What would Danny... Like, how would I commemorate? Oh, I'd get a tattoo. I don't want a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, though, know, right? I was thinking, I'm trying to get a tattoo. No, I'm not going to get a tattoo. I don't, I don't even want a tattoo. <laughs> I was pretty much thinking the same thing, dude. I was pretty dude, much thinking happening. the same thing. It's not happening. I was just, I was like, damn, what would I get? Like, Your lips on my butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> so the world could kiss my ass. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, geez. fucking Danny! That's crazy, dude. We let's were... talk about some childhood stuff. It's some childhood. Stuff? Yeah, let's talk about some childhood memories. What do you remember? What do you remember about Danny? Oh, I'll tell you. I'll I'll start with this one. I'll start with this one. I'm going down to TJ to Theo James's house and getting on that ATV, <laughs> right? And the goddamn thing was leaking gas, and he was sitting in the front oh, with a tank. Oh, I do oh, remember oh, that one. Oh, I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, dude. That was that funny. Was, I do remember that. <laughs> Don't get hot gasoline on your balls. Yeah. <laughs> do not get hot gasoline on your balls. Oh my goodness. That that was my funny. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I do what else that. do you guys remember? That was funny, man. I remember convincing you, convincing you guys to go to. Uh, to go to the beach when we were supposed to go to intercession. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got our butts whooped that day. Yup. Danny just Danny just followed along. He's like, "All right, if you're gonna go, I'm going." Yeah. <laughs> you're my big brother, so I'll follow you guys. Yeah. yeah. I remember getting him out of his fear for roller coasters. Oh, Magic Mountain days. Yeah. Tell us about that, <laughs> Magic Mountain. I remember he used to be so scared of those rides. <laughs> <laughs> Him, me, man. 
But you got you know what? Oh, how about how about the jalapeno story? Remember, I was just telling the jalapeno story you the were other just day. Telling the jalapeno story. <laughs> you remember that one? No, no he just took he took the bite out. It was the five of us that were hanging out, <laughs> and uh, he took that big bite out of the jalapeno. He's like, it's not hot. It's not hot. It's not hot. <laughs> But he was always oh, the one, though. Man. He's always, always, always adding hot sauce. Always adding yeah. hot Oh, my God. Soups. <laughs> Soups, right? Now it's cool. You got sopas? You got sopas? <laughs> dude, uh, that guy That guy oh, is man. made of freaking top ramen, dude. Basically, yeah. That's it. Like, it wasn't even top ramen. By the time we was done with it, it was like gourmet. Like, it wasn't it was even top ramen, top ramen anymore. Right? Like, he knew how to doctor it up. You were like, oh, this isn't. This he's got, he's got, he's got chives at home, right? Cut up chives. Yeah, full no. on chef. <laughs> like there's a full With a cup of noodles. Yeah, there's a full on oh, preparation. Man, so he like takes out what the what the main course is. Like all this preparation for this cup of soup. That's funny. That, that was, yeah, he would that's all he would eat. Like that's all he would eat. Pretty much, yeah. Top ramen. As long as he had that, he was fine. I mean, for me, it's cereal, so, you know, basically the same. <laughs> hey, I don't know how you guys do it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that was it. That's all he needed. Yeah, what else did Danny crazy, do? Though. It was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, oh, I remember Danny and Jeremy crashed your car. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're laughing. You bought the thing afterwards. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy crashed every damn car, man. Oh man, <laughs> Jeremy, me. I was just mad. <laughs> I've never you know that red hatchback that's in the garage right now. I mean, I crashed one just like it. <laughs> yep. Yep. I was the one who crashed that one. Oh man. Oh goodness. That's funny, dude. They went out to TJ, partying. I remember. Oh. I remember one time I came home and I, I was. It was like I don't know. I, had, I was at work or something. I came home. It was like nine ten o'clock. And Danny's like sneaking this girl into his window. He's like, shh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he gives you that look like, yeah. <laughs> like this guy. Oh. I, I still amazes me the kind of girls that he was able to pull, though. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's like, he, true. He pulled some, pull some lookers, man. He pulled some lookers. Like, I was, I was always surprised. Like, damn, all right, Danny. Get it. <laughs> I mean that's trouble, like all written all over it. But hey, get it. <laughs> Whatever makes you happy, dude. Whatever makes you happy. Go for it. Oh, oh my man, goodness. <laughs> you know, there's something to say. We're we're over here talking about him. You know, and like he's gone, mm-hmm. right? Like he's 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 not physically here with us anymore. Like. That's it. That that's the end of his life. That's the end of his time on on this planet. Um, but like, he's been gone out of our lives for quite some time. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and like the kids, I, I I wonder. You know, I question it. Like, they have to, f- in some way, feel the same way, right? Like they've he's been gone out of their lives, whether because he was in jail or moved to New Mexico or just wasn't around because he was into drugs or what, like whatever stuff that he was doing, you know, he wasn't really a part of their lives. So today when I told them, I mean, yeah, they were devastated, you know, hearts broken. And, but like, 
does does their life really change? No. It it doesn't. But but like so physically I mean, physically it doesn't. But physically it doesn't. But, but like, like mentally. Said, but but again mentally like what if it's the trigger that that puts them towards like well now <clears throat> like. Just hanging around the wrong people who are gonna send the wrong message. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if you hear, if you're around those people that are like, you know, you're in a group of people that are like, well, we're gonna figure it out and we're gonna get back at them and you know this is gonna, it, it ain't gonna go unnoticed. Right. Like you're gonna start getting pumped up in that mentality yourself if you're around that environment yeah. as long as you are. So like, I don't know if that's a that's well, a good environment to be in, but I don't think it's gonna I, be around too. I don't think that that environment is really fostered for what it's worth good you know i told you i told you that when i left there was somebody that was saying something along those lines uh but anna their mom she was like oh, come on no no no, no. like and, she was, and she's she's been for the most part like dude, she's, she's super rock solid yeah dude she is rock she, she's had fucking she, solid she's had times where you know she breaks down but dude who wouldn't you had two kids trying to raise right. them on your own like yeah. yeah that's that's tough you know what i mean and through it all she was uh like very adamant that I'm doing this by myself, and she would ask for help very rarely. Yeah, very, very, very yep. rarely. And we were always there, like, "Hey, you need anything? We're here for you." But she's like, "No, I'm, I'm, I got I'm, this. I'm putting a roof over my kids' heads. I'm yep. making sure that there's food in their belly. I'm making sure they're taken <clears throat> care of. You know, I'm gonna do whatever I need to, to to make sure it happens." So she's been a rock, dude, for sure. And I know, you know, all the effort she's put into those kids. Like, she she wants the best for them. Yep. She wants to see what's what's good for them. I just hope. That mentally something in their head doesn't click in the wrong direction. Hopefully something clicks in the positive direction. Like this is exactly you know, when when I have kids, I'm gonna be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when, when you know my I'm gonna see how hard my mom worked. I'm gonna I'm gonna do better than my mom to help my mom. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what I'm hoping goes through their head. That you know that is the positive light that you I know, I see saw. Out of this. I saw a lot of a lot of rage. You know and like uh, Danielito, like he was on the floor you know on his knees and i just i I see his muscles flexing and he's just you know clenching his fists he's fucking pissed right Mm -hmm. and like i let him have that for a little while and i go over and i sit next to him you know put my hand around the back of his head and i'm like i see it dude i see the rage i i feel you like it's okay to have that anger it's okay just point in the right direction was pointed in the right direction like don't use the anger to fuel this vengeance. I got to find who did it and fucking, you know, like kill him, whatever. Like, and you know what? That wasn't even where his head was anyway. Because when that kind of conversation was going on, he looked at me. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he did that face. He's like, good. I was yeah. like, good. Good. That's good. So like use that, use that as fuel, like become a cop or something. You know, like do something that's going to help people. He has a story. He does, dude. Dude, those kids have a story. Yeah. And and we live in the age where the stories mean something. The yeah. stories are what's gonna inspire you to gonna inspire you to keep going, but inspire others to change where they're at in life, to help them, you know, there's other kids that are going through some similar type situations, rough times at home, uh, you know, going through the poverty limit, getting getting things you know, thrown their way that might not have, you know, they don't have a choice. It's the cards they were dealt. But he has a story, and if he can, if he can rise up above it and share that story and help people get through those times, like, how did you get through it? What was it that helped you get from point A to point B? How did you wake up the next morning and just keep going? You know what I mean? That's yeah. 
everybody has a story to share and those stories are are the fuel that he's gonna need to keep going yeah one thing for sure man I didn't expect to be the one to tell them no I actually you know? thought I was gonna be the one to tell them I, I, I prepared myself the first time <laughs> you did you were in the movie I was like dude don't worry about it enjoy the movie I'll take care of it out here. It's That's funny. what I told you. Enjoy the movie. I'm like, okay, yeah. I don't know how yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, I know, but right? <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Exactly. I get, I what are you going to do? I get it. There's like, nothing you can do at that point. There yeah. really isn't anything you can do, you know? And I mean, yeah, you could leave the movie and like... But what's that going to solve? Exactly. Yeah. I was like, don't worry about it. I got everything out here. So I went over and, and you know, I, did, I told them and I didn't expect to be the one to do it. But one thing that came from it, I want to be more involved in their life. Mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't been a good uncle, to be honest with you. <clears throat> I feel like I haven't been, a, you know, much around, I guess. I mean, shit, I was in the Navy for the first eight years of their lives, right? And then, like, I come back home. I've been home for almost six years now, and I haven't really been a part of their lives even for that, you know? Mm. Like, oh, shit. Like... You know, I mean, not to say that, that, that it's ever too late, you know, to to belittle or, 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 or devalue the time that I've already missed. But, like, also, why not start now? Yeah, you can always change, you know? Yeah. It's, I mean, we talk about it in the business sense all the time, right? I mean, you look at people like Colonel Sanders. He didn't start making it until, like, he was in his 60s, right? Right. I mean, that there's people that, that don't achieve the levels of whatever it is that they want to achieve until a certain time until they're ready to like until they're ready to make a change until they're ready to decide to act until they figure out what it is the thing that makes them happy to and do it so so what when it is if today is the day then today's the day that's that's the day you start and i've been listening to this audiobook called finding your why and i wonder how if this is going to play into it because i've been giving thought to it anyway you know um mortality or why no my why my why i I think i've actually read that book start 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 with why start with why i read i read so start with why was simon sinek's first book followed it up with finding your why i didn't look that that much into it right and i should have started with start with why Mm -hmm. knowing that that was the first book but now I'm starting with finding your why, which is like the whole process of figuring yourself out. Yeah. Figuring yourself out. Like start with why gives you the reasons of why, I guess, or you know, like what, how that's beneficial to you. But finding your why is like a process. You're, you know, he's like team up with a partner and this and this and that. Like there's a whole system to it, mm-hmm. so it's pretty cool. But um, you know, part of it is uh, it talks about doing such and such so that such and such right like that's that's your why statement is what is it that you want to do and discovering the reasons behind why you want to do it and danny has been on my mind danny's been on my mind listening to the book Mm -hmm. he's been on my mind and i've been thinking a lot about him because and I, I've told him, you know, and I've told you and Michael, this might be the first time, you know, that you actually hear it. But like I've carried a lot of guilt in my life for the way that he ended up 
because he was adopted, right? And it was the thing that I fucking threw in his face, dude. Like, I was a little shithead little kid, you know, and I used to wet the bed, folks. I was a fucking bedwetter, <laughs> all right? I wet my bed until, uh, shit, I don't know, 10, 10, 12 years old, somewhere around there. And I had a temper when I was a kid. The other day, uh, one of the guests came on and said, which one of us was the hardest one to, raise? Know, to raise? And it was hands down me because I had crazy-ass temper. And Danny was really good at pushing my buttons. He knew how to push my buttons. Yeah, he did. And his his red card was, yeah, well, you wet the bed. So Boom. my comeback was, yeah, well, you're fucking adopted. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, that was... and But, dude, the battles that me and Danny got into. So, anyway, um, a lot of guilt kind of kind of enveloped in that. And finding my why is, you know, kind of tied into that. Like, I'm trying, I'm thinking of all of the different things that shaped me and helped me become who I am. And bottom line, Danny is part of that. Right? My little brother, he's part of that. And I don't know, maybe, maybe some of what I do, I mean, definitely some of what I do is because of what I went through with him. Mm hmm. And I just, I want to make things better for somebody, somehow, some way, some way, every day to make amends. I get it, dude. I, yeah, I get it. I don't know. I've, I've always, I always had to play mediator. Like it was, uh, (laughs) Michael, you want a beer? No, I do not. All right. He's been good. Yeah. Proud of you, That's by cool. the way. Be good. I'm, I'm yeah. right. proud of you. <laughs> time out for. Told time you, out I told for, you I should have yeah. got two. Yeah. I had one today, so. You guys keep talking. I cheated today. But it was a special day, so. Yeah, yeah. Let's... As soon as I heard, actually, I went to go get one, so. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yes. I, I don't uh, know, man. <clears throat> Ray, growing up with those two was, was tough, dude. I mean, you remember, dude, when we were kids, like. James would go off the rails, dude. We all did, though. We we did, but James we, more we than the rest of us. We were just talking about that yesterday, me and my brother, because we were talking about the time that Jeremy threw a boiling water at James. What? <laughs> so, you know, we, we were all just crazy kids, man. We, we were crazy kids, but... <laughs> or the time I hit Jeremy over the head with a shovel. You, you hit Jeremy over the head with a <laughs> yeah, shovel? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Dang. I shot James with a BB gun. I know. <laughs> I it wasn't that. on purpose. But I did shoot him with a BB gun. We did a lot of things to James. We did a lot of things to James. We did do a lot of things to James. Well, uh, I, you know what it is? I always felt like, even though he had a temper, like, he could, he knew more what was right and wrong than Danny did. You know what I mean? Like, like when, when he did something wrong, he knew with intent that he was doing it wrong. Right. And with Danny, I always had a little spot where, like, he didn't quite always know what he was doing. He knew why he was doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he knew I want to get you mad, but he didn't understand the effects of what it was what it was doing to to him. He just that, knew that it that was making him mad. That could come from a lot of things. So I mean, there's I mean, that could become a whole big conversation right there about where that comes from, you know. It's like oh, well, he, yeah. he's the younger one too. He's the baby. You know, the younger one's always, you know, but, you get know away, what? Get away with everything. You know, the, the, when you were talking about how how like there was things that um, 
that you think of when you think of Danny, right? And you think of how uh, how things you said or how you treated him were different, right? Well, things that I learned from Danny are are based on on his education status, right? So I knew, I mean, we knew since he was a kid that he had a learning disability. He right. he's always been identified. But when we were going to school at the time, it was like you were in the regular classes or you were in the special ed classes. Right. And it was clearly identified. There was no mixed wall. Like you knew that these were the smart kids and these were the not smart kids. And or at least you knew these were the not smart kids. You knew that these were the not smart kids. Yeah. But they grouped together. And their biggest defense had always been like, talk shit, see what happens. Right? Yeah. That, that's that's right. how they defended themselves because right. they didn't have the academics that everybody else did. And so imagine like a school of people and you have most of the population is what you would call quote unquote normal. And then you have the other population that isn't. And like to this day, I know that the, the, a lot of the core people that he grew up with, almost all of them ended up in the same type of life. Yeah. And so it kind of makes me wonder, like, you know, now when I'm in school and I'm teaching kids and I don't have the top notch academic kids in my class but i make it a point to get to know these kids and let them know that there's a bigger world out there beyond this fake thing that they call school yeah right this is just one facade of life yep so you have skills you have talents you have this is bullshit yeah (laughs) right without saying as much because that's the same business it's only a vehicle it's only a vehicle it's It's, it's a route this is a route you just happen to be you know following the trail that's not for you but it's going to end and there's going to be a choice in another direction. Which direction do you want to go in? Yep. But, you know, growing up, like, that was different. Like, you, di- I mean, it was different because, first of all, I didn't know any better. I didn't know there was a, you know, that, that dichotomy, that difference. But in hindsight, looking back, I, I mean, what could we have done? Like, I, I always think, like, what could I have done differently? How, how is it that me treating him? I remember one time he told me, um, like, he blamed me for how he ended up in gang life. And he said it was because I listened to Tupac and I listened to Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> and I got him I got him into listening to, oh, to like man. Dre and Snoop oh, and all man. that stuff, right? I was yeah, the one that, into, was, that was definitely it. That's right? what did it for sure. He said I was the one into gangster rap and so he wanted to be just like me and so he wanted to live that lifestyle. And and like that's what he told me. Like I don't know how true you know, that sometimes, is. Sometimes, sometimes you never know because everybody has a different trigger. Yeah. So, you know, some some I mean, I don't know. Ooh. You, you kind of learn these lifestyles and you make a choice. That's how I believe. You, you, everybody has a choice to make. And whether they're influenced more or not by one thing or another, you know, it depends on how strong they are in, internally, too. Well, I, and I, I also think it's, it's what you take literal and what you take as um, just inspirational like i i still love listening to like eminem dre snoop all the, right. like i'm i'm still big on gangster rap i love that right. stuff i love the play on words um cardi b for example i'm not saying she's gangster <laughs> rap but cardi b for example she's out there and she talks about stuff that she's talking about starting from the bottom and now i'm here like i'm i'm up here yeah. like I, I thought that was drake or that, yeah it is but i'm right. just talking about <laughs> most most of her music is like I like fancy things. I like expensive yeah. things. I like this life, right? Um, and some of them, some people are going to look at her and they're going to be like, cool, if I'm a stripper, I could do that, yeah. right? And take it as a literal follow my path, right? Uh-huh. right? When I when I listen to the music, I'm like, 
that thought of I can do better is what I love. I love the power of, you know, I'm better than that. I work harder. You didn't see me struggling. This is what I'm doing now. You weren't there when I was when I was on my way up. And so when I listen to those, you know, I hear all that story of where they're coming from and I take it as as an overall parable. But he probably took it more as a uh, you know, instruction no, guide. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right? And right. that's, the, and it's the same thing, but from a different perspective. Yep. And so I wonder sometimes I'm like, well, maybe, maybe that was my, maybe I didn't understand what it was doing to him as it was doing something for me. Music speaks to you. Like yeah, music always speaks to you. Uh, it, and it motivates you in a bunch of different ways. And that's how it does for me. For me, it's that it's, it's like running on treadmill and then you hear that song and you're winded, but then you get that second wind. Like music will do that to me, mm-hmm. but that's I know, but yeah, exactly. Country music, I think is a uh, factual is, uh, has the highest uh, suicide rate actually. <laughs> <laughs> Country, Country music. music. Yeah. It affects, it affects your brain. It affects your mentality. It does, it does. For sure. So I don't know. So maybe, you know, he, he said it and I was like, dude, whatever, man. Like at the time I was like, yeah, whatever. But I mean, maybe some of the things, you know, I, I look back now and like, he's telling me literally how he sees the world. Right. Cause he didn't have that deep complex mentality to really analyze things that are going on he took the world for exactly what it was he saw the world exactly how you how he is telling me he didn't have the means to explain it in a bunch of different ways he just this is how i see it and for me i'm like you know i'm seeing the world and i'm thinking of perspective i'm like yeah well that's that just means this or that just you know that's i like this little piece of it but for him it's like literal yeah, that is weird that you bring that up because uh, one of the last conversations I had with him, actually, we were talking about, uh, <laughs> it was funny because he was talking about living under a bridge or something like that and his hard life and he was telling yeah. me all this stuff and I was telling him, dude, you don't, you're don't, you not like these people. Like, I don't understand why you're with these people and you're trying to pretend like you're all hardcore, but you're not. You're not like these people. Like, you have a home, you have family to come to. Like, you don't have to live under a bridge. You don't have to do all these things. It's like, you have you have a home and he he never understood that like he took that life literal like yeah like he went through it but it's like you didn't go through it though yeah he, well i you, mean you but put yourself through those things with that but he did go through it because he put himself through yeah it, you know what exactly. i mean exactly like he's literally like, like thug I, life tatted on his chest because what, what but i'm he trying put to say is that what i'm trying to say is that there, there's other people that he hung out with that actually did have that life yeah that didn't have a family to come back to that did have to sleep under a bridge because they had no one to call you know things like that <clears throat> Those are real actual problems that these people go through. Mm-hmm. Danny, I don't think, ever had that. No, he to chose me, to live that Yeah, he chose to live that way. But at any time and at any point, he could have just picked up the phone. Anybody was there. Anybody was there. We'll give him a hard time. Yeah. We'd give him a hard time. Well, I mean, we'd give him a hard time and we would have expectations. Yeah. You know, that was the thing about it. You know, when, when you know... One of the times that he came to stay with you or whatever, he ended up getting the cops over to your house and raided. Your house got raided because of his choices. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, like, there's a place for you to crash, but when you bring the cops to my house, like, that's yep. kind of... You know, not cool, bro. <laughs> and yep. more so than that, like it, it, it makes people feel like they're in danger, and you can't have you can't have that. You can't put your family through that, right? 
Yeah. And, you know, the funny thing is he was adamant that, like, you know, I'll, I would never put my family in danger. Because in his mind, he wouldn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. In his mind, the reason why he stayed under the bridge is because he knew that he was doing stuff he shouldn't be doing. Yep. And he was going to keep it over there and not bring it home. Yeah. But he... But it was still a series of choices. Yeah. And I, I, I think what I was trying to say is that he... He had better choices than some of these people on the street. He had better options. Way better options. He had better, had better options. options. Way better options. But it would have required him to change his life in certain ways that he was never ready to do. I wonder what type of stuff, you know, what was it that kept him in the loop? Like, that kept him in the life? Was it, you know, was it drugs? What, did, did he have, like, like I'll give you an example. The other day I was at, I was at Walmart and I bumped into somebody as they. I was walking in, they were walking out, and they're like, "Hey, you're not. What's up, man?" And I was like, "I recognize his face, but I didn't quite know who it was." And then he told me his name, and I was like, "Oh, dude, what's up?" Like, like I went to high school with him, right? I was like, "Hey, man, what are you up to these days?" And he was telling me, "He's like, hey, man, like, truth, like, I'm homeless." And he's like, "You know, I joined the I joined the army, and then uh, I got out of the army, and I wanted to go back in, but I got this tattoo right here, and they wouldn't let me back in." And he's all, and then like. You know, the meth, it, it found me, right? And, like, he's like, I'm clean now. I've been clean for, you know, four months. I'm kind of staying on my dad's couch every now and again. I'm getting on my feet. But that was, like, life. And I'm thinking, like, this guy's my age, right? And has been through it. And somebody that you went to school with? Somebody that I went to school with, right? And so, you know, that, like, the drug life has an effect on you. Like, yeah. when you have an addiction, it's... Dude, and, and you know, the funny thing is, I've had this conversation, I was having this conversation with, I forgot who, but I was talking about addiction. I'm like, anything you find, if you have a goal in your life, there is something that you want to achieve. And no ma- and, and as you're going through your day, you're, you're finding yourself in detours and other things. Those things are your addictions. You can call it Netflix. You can call it eating. You can call it anything that's distracting you from attaining what you want to, what you want to have. I consider it an addiction. Now, could it, is it one that's detrimental to your health? Maybe not, but there are some that are very detrimental to yourself. Some of them that are physically addicting and some of that are mentally addicting. Mm-hmm. You're just choosing to do that thing versus attain what it is that you want to attain. And I wonder with Danny if it was like that. I wonder if he wanted to live this good life but always had that physical addiction to something that brought him back. I mean, he obviously definitely struggled with drugs and i think that i could tell based on his demeanor? social media posts oh when you he know, was and on and, de- and demeanor yeah when yeah, he was yeah, on when yeah. he was you off could, you could tell. and recently i've been seeing some stuff that i was like oh shit he's yeah. heading in the wrong direction yeah. again yeah. yeah yeah you know um and yeah i mean I've, I've been seeing it for the past couple of weeks you know posting this and posting that and these motherfuckers this and i'm gonna get this motherfucker that and you know yeah. like just it's like okay, you're 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 back in that, yeah. you know, but up until now, it's always been you know back into that, and then you back get out. out of that, and then you back into that, and back. Well, this time, this time it caught up. This time it caught we, up. We already knew that though. I that's think. that's what sucks, dude. That's you know, you know what was what was hard was hearing both of his kids say, like, why him, right? Like Alexis, they, why him? Why couldn't it be anybody else? And and Daniel, you know, um, I never thought that this... I never saw this coming. I never expected this to happen. Yeah. But, like, well, we, we kind of did. Well, I mean, it's their like, dad. Never, it's their dad. 
Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so you don't, you but see. But like, I didn't know what to say. That was No, I know. Well, I mean, think about it. Think about it. You pretty much, at their age, you see your parents as superheroes. Like, they're invincible. Yeah. Like, yeah, they can true. do no wrong. Right, I mean, they might be a jerk, they might mess some stuff up, but in the end, they're your parents, right? right? They'll piss you off, but they're still your superhero. So you know what they're saying and and what they're what they, you know, what they're feeling might be different. Like, you know, they they see signs, they know what's going on. They just never expected it to to you know for for them, it's happening to them, right? Right, now. it's happening to them. Yep. And so you they know, don't because they don't understand. And I, you know, I don't know. I think I think I think they do understand. I think Alexis is way more emotional than than Peanut. Peanut's definitely more logical. Yeah. But I mean, it's still your parent. Yep. Yeah. Like regardless. Yep. It's, it's a toughie, dude. Just like us, it's still our cousin or your brother. Yeah. Even after we expected it. Yeah. Yeah. It it's still hurt. Still. Yep. Still hurt. Still hurt. Yep. That's no exactly what. what I told James when I called him. I was like, "Yeah, I was, we all expected it, but nobody, but never wanted to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. It happened. Yeah. You want, you want to know what his exact words were? Uh. Well, finally happened. Finally happened. <laughs> I was like, finally happened. What happened? Uh. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my oh, brother had the same man. conversation on the phone, too. Pretty much almost the same words. Yeah. Too. Like, but it, well. But that's sad, right? That is sad. That is it sad is. because, like, we all in in, I don't know. Maybe it's a weird thing to say. I'll probably get slack for this later. But it's almost like, okay, it's over. There's a part of me that's like, it's, I don't have to worry about this anymore. Like, we can move forward from this point. Right. Like, I know, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, so do I, I get what you're saying. I feel like an yeah. asshole sometimes. No, when, when I think like no, that. But that's the truth. But I mean, that's true. There was always this. I don't know. I don't. I. Yeah, it's a worry now. It never used to be a worry, but I've always had this worry that he's gonna show up at my door. You know what I mean? And I can't turn him away. He's my brother. Right. So it's gonna cause a squabble with the wife because mm-hmm. she doesn't really want that environment in the house. For sure. I I don't really want that environment in the house either. But he's my brother. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna help him out. Right. Yep. And so you know, but that worry was always there. It was always it was always part of you know something in the back of my mind. Now it's like I don't have to worry about that, but like, but I'm, like I'm gonna miss my brother. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. But I don't have to worry about that he's sleeping under a bridge or that he's you know cold at night or no, you know. Did I he mean, sad last night. Yeah, you know. <sighs> it's yeah. it's sad. No, I, I get what you're saying. It, it it's sad like. To think of Danny and to think that his best options, because <laughs> goddammit, he just couldn't turn his fucking life around, you know, or at least not fully, you know, like he was turning it around and everything was good. And then, you know, the past few weeks he'd been seeing that he started sliding back. So he couldn't just, just stay out of trouble. And it was one of those things where like, there's two things you know, either he's going to end up getting killed, and that's going to suck, or he's going to get a life sa- life sentence in jail. Right. Yeah, that was the other thing. And if you got a life sentence in jail, like, that does suck, but three hots in a cot. Yeah. Right? He's going to have food in his belly. He's going to have a place to live. Like, 
He's going to be alive. It's not going to be the greatest life, but he's going to be alive. You always see those, uh, those like Netflix series where, or you, you ever watch those I Am a Killer? Yeah. You watch yeah, those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they interview the, the person in prison. They tell their story. And then they go out and interview everybody who's known that person. Yeah. Right? And the people who've known that person, they always talk about how, like exactly like we're doing right now, like all the good stuff that that was there, but you know he did have some struggles. <laughs> no, honestly, like it's weird. It's one of these very very weird situations. We've dealt with death in our family before, right? right. We've we've had death in the family, grandparents, uncles. Um, Never like this, but this is different, and yeah, this is this different. Is definitely different. This is different in the sense for me, it's. It, I, you know, earlier we were talking about closure. I, th- I feel like this is closure. Mm. To me, I almost feel like this is closure. This is, yeah. this is where we get to say, you had your shot, bro. Like, everybody was here for you. We always were. Yeah. All of us. We always were, but the truth is, dude, he he never he never felt it. I think never really felt it because you know what would end up happening is happening is inevitably he would do something like get the cops called and raid your house, and it's like, dude, like we're here for you, but to a certain point. Right? Like, you gotta do your part. Yeah. Right. Man. Toughy. Yep. So tough. Yep. I don't know, man. Well, I don't know if we're ever gonna post this one. Or maybe we should. I don't know. I'm I'm down for posting it, honestly. <laughs> Alright. Because this is just... This is just us being, being honest, vulnerable. Literally, it has been... Four hours since we found out since we found out that our brother died. Yeah, this is our raw reaction. So enjoy, or like, not. We're or, human. Or be mad. Be mad. Disagree. Judge us, disagree. Whatever. Judge. Yeah, that's bring fine. bring whatever reactions that you have. I mean, there's one thing that you do. You guys do need to know though. We all loved him. We all loved him. One hundred percent. For for sure. Through all the things he put everybody through, we still like. We're always there for him. Yep. Always. And we love his kids, and we're going to be there for them. 100%. 100%. Maybe this will reach out to some people that need to know that. Yeah. I hope so. Dude, you need to really look in the mirror. If you're going through something similar, and you do have family that always opens the door for you, even though you keep making your mistakes at some point, man, you need to decide. Who are you going to be? Who are you going to be? Remember that the world doesn't happen to you. Yeah, because there's only, what, two ways out of this game. There's only one, one way out of it. There's really. only one way, there's yeah. There's only one way out of it. Okay. <laughs> there's only really? one way out of it. Well, the other one was jail, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, shit. We're all going to die, but, like, how do you want to live your life? That's yep. the real question. Yep. Be positive. There's make a big world choice. out there. That you don't need to make those two decisions. Or That's right. Or go towards those two. That's right. Those those don't have to be your only no. options, right? Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's yeah. what I meant. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, We're going to call this one a night. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Um, those of you who are 
family. I know there's plenty of family that watches. Thank you for mourning with us um, because, you know, we're all going to be. Um, and reach out to my mom. Reach out to mom. Most give, her, of all. give her a lot of hugs. Yep. Give her a lot of support. She's, of, of all of us, uh, mom and the kids, they're going to need it the most. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, everybody.